Welcome back to another episode of the Hidden Gems Podcast. It is me, your host, Kendra, and today we're going to talk about the beauty of a tough spot. Earlier this week, I came across this guy's TikTok, and he was stitching somebody else's TikTok, and she's like, what's one thing that you used to strongly believe that you no longer believe, or something like that? And he stitched it, and he was like, Um, I'm no longer subscribing to the belief that you have to struggle or go through uh, hard things in order to get a reward and get to a better place or something like that. And that has really been sitting with me all week. And I've just been like, and I might have even watched this like two weeks ago. If you have TikTok, you know how it is to kind of go down a TikTok rabbit hole. But um, (laughs) I... It's been sitting with me all week and just in my life, I've just been recognizing and, you know, talking to you guys about it too, talking to my therapist about it, that I've been going through a lot of tough things, being in a lot of tough spots. And we all go through that um, in life. But the thing that really caught my attention and what he was talking about is that he's not believing that just because you go through something tough means that you're going to be rewarded at the end or you're going through something tough so that you can be rewarded. And I think that's a really interesting take. Um, but I think it's like sometimes on a case by case basis, if you will. In my first episode back, I explained to you guys how I was at one job, then I moved to another job, and then I got displaced, and now I'm at a different place. And so a lot of like transitions have been going on in my life. And I'm in a place right now where things are challenging, they're very difficult, and they're very different than what I've ever experience and anything I've ever experienced and it's weird because everybody's been telling me the whole time you're going through this because you're going to be better at the end this is going to make you stronger for what's coming and I'm just sometimes ever since I saw that that man's little hot take I was just like I don't know like why do we subscribe to the belief that we have to go through hard things in order to receive better things. I really have been thinking about that. And I want y'all to think about that. But I also have another perspective. (laughs) So I ran into one of my old colleagues uh, at the store. And she knows my situation because I was at a the school with her and then she knows I got moved to this other school and she was like you know how are you doing blah 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 we're making small talk and she explained to me that for her first three years um of teaching she was in places like the place that I'm at and she said that in these types of places you will pick up some of your best tricks and you will learn so much that you won't learn from always being in a good place And I believe that that is 100% true. And I was listening to the words that she was saying. And I was just thinking, I was like, this actually can be applied to all aspects of life. Like, nobody likes being in a tough spot. I'm not saying that you have to go through shit 
in order to be rewarded with something special or something new and shiny or something better. But I'm saying that if you really do some deep diving (laughs) into the things that you're experiencing and the feelings that you're feeling when you're in these tough spots, you will recognize that you are picking up a lot of good things. Like you're learning how to cope with things, hopefully healthy coping mechanisms. You're learning how to manage things. You're learning how to document things. You're learning how to do things that you would have learned in a good place, but it would have been over a span of time. And sometimes in life, you just have to get that crash course real quick. You're going to learn this right now, (laughs) whether you're ready or not. And I think that there is a beauty in that. Um, I won't say I necessarily disagree with the guy's TikTok that I saw, but I will say that nobody wants to go through hard times. Nobody wants to be in a tough spot. But when you are, you do have to do your best to be positive. And you do really have to look at what you're gaining from being in this situation, especially if it's a situation that was out of your control. If it's something that's totally out of your control, like my situation, um, I think that there is something to be learned there. There is something that's going to make you better in the end. And for me, just the thought of that sometimes gets me through the day. The thought of knowing that what I'm learning here will make me better for what it is that I'm going forward to do gets me through the day. It helps me to manage because sometimes when you're in tough situations, it can be very difficult to manage. Um, And right now I am just managing, but I felt really weirdly enlightened (laughs) by what she was saying to me when I was talking to her in this store. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to share that with my listeners on my pod because I know y'all go through shit, too. And I know that um, a lot of my listeners are women, which I appreciate. (laughs) And a lot of my listeners are millennials. A lot of my listeners are moms. And we as mothers, especially, we go through some pretty tough situations whether it be like with our kids or if you have a partner with your partner or work and all that. And then at the end of the day, you still have to be a mom. I think something that's even more beautiful about being in tough situations is it, it gives us permission to let go of the reins, like let go of things that you are trying to control that you can't control Or let go of things that are done that you're still trying to keep alive. Stop trying to, for lack of a better phrase, breathe life into something that's dead. Like sometimes in these situations, the lesson is learning to let go. Sometimes it's just that simple. And even if you think you learned the lesson 
and you're like, well, I learned that lesson. I'm still, why am I still going through this? It might be because you didn't really learn that lesson. A lot of times I think people get caught up in thinking that letting go means letting go of like um, a relationship. A lot of things that I hear, at least on the internet, uh, have to do with letting go of things romantically or letting go of, you know, things in a relationship. But sometimes it can just be letting go of these ideas that you have, ideas that you have about the way things should go or ideas that you have about the way things should just be. I posted a really um, <laughs> a really thoughtful Instagram post in my story yesterday. It said, don't lower your standards for potential. And that was just a thought that I had. And I made it into like a little Canva background because um, I didn't want to just write it. But don't lower your standards for potential. Sometimes in life, I feel like we all do that. We'll lower our standards for something because we see the potential in it. So we'll let things slide or we'll let things happen that we don't really believe in or we'll go along with things that we might not really believe in or understand. And in those moments, you're lowering your standards. And I feel like you shouldn't lower your standards for potential because in the long run, it only ends up hurting you. It doesn't end up hurting the people who that benefited because it benefited them for you to lower your standards or to let them cross boundaries that you essentially put up to keep yourself guarded uh, or keep yourself safe. Like there's a difference between letting somebody in that you care about, that you want to be with you or like that you trust, but lowering your standards for anything a job of course a relationship or anything (laughs) just for the potential of something is only going to be detrimental to you in the end it won't hurt anybody else but you and sometimes that's how we get in these tough situations I feel like a lot of times in my life me personally I got in some really sketchy situations or situations where I had to learn hard lessons and learn them fast because I lowered my standards for the potential that I saw in something so this is an example and this isn't me at all but this is just a I feel like this is a good example that everybody will be able to understand if you are a woman and you know that (laughs) you like for your man to open your car doors all the time right Um, You don't believe in touching door handles when men are around. That's just not your thing. But you lower your standards for a man that you saw potential in. So you allowed yourself to go against something that was a core belief for you. You started opening your own doors because that was not something that your man did. Um, And in the end, like one day... (laughs) You just get fed up with having to open your own door because you're like, this is not how I was raised to be. This is not what I was taught that I was supposed to do. I'm not supposed to be opening my own doors. You're supposed to open my doors because that's like a little thing that you could do to show that you care about me or whatever. And in the end, who does it hurt? It doesn't hurt the man who's in the relationship with you who's not opening your doors. It hurts you. 
because you lowered your standards for some potential that you saw in that relationship. And then I think a lot of times we get caught up and we'll be like, oh, but it'll get better. Um, Once this happens, it'll get better. Like a lot of times people think or people on the Internet say (laughs) that people try and fix relationships by having babies or having threesomes. I see that meme a lot and those things don't fix things that are broken. Just like in your career, you could be looking for, let's say, okay, here's another example. You're used to having, or you're, you're, you were brought up to think that (laughs) your manager should be somebody who works kind of alongside with you. They're more of a leader than a boss. They're helping you. As you go, they're willing to teach you new things without scrutinizing you, but you get in the workforce and you find out that, (laughs) and your manager is not like that at all. They scrutinize you along the way. They don't really teach you how to do things. They just expect you to know, and you stay at that job for years and years. Again, lowering your standards for potential. You stay at that job for years and years because you see the potential in, let's say, like in jobs, they do this a lot. They'd be like, there are opportunities to grow. You see the potential in you being able to grow and move up in the company and do all of this. But you stay, even though you know your managers are shitty, the job is shitty, but you want to grow because there's opportunity to learn there. There's opportunity to have more money there. But everything around you is shit. And in the end, it does not hurt the company. It hurts you because you're stressed. You don't want to go to work. You hate your manager. You hate your job, which was something that you thought you were going to love. And you realize that at the end of the day, compromising those standards that you had for the potential that you saw in this job really only hurt you. It really made you more stressed about life. It made you hate going to work. It made you hate something that you thought you loved. It puts you in a tough spot. And you're in this tough spot. And sometimes like in tough spots, and millennials are good for this. We're good for leaving a job when we feel like it's a toxic work environment. Um, And baby boomers kind of uh, pick on us about that, I feel like. On the internet, they're like, no, you're supposed to stay in a job for years. And this is your job. And blah, blah, blah. You don't have to love it. You got to learn to work and blah, blah. Like, you know, all those types of things. Um, But sometimes you do have to know just when to roll out. I don't care if it's your job. I don't care if it's your relationship. I don't care if it is your family, damn it. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to know when to roll out. And there's no shame in that. Because even though those were tough situations, or that might have put you in a tough spot, you still, you did learn something while you were there. Um, You did grow in some way. And even though it may not be that you came out shining and glimmering at the top and just revitalized and like all enlightened and shit, it may be that you just survived and you made it out alive, honestly. Some days when I come home from work, I'm just like, (laughs) I'm glad I made it home. And sometimes in life, it's okay for the bare minimum to be your goal. And I think that's where a lot of times we... We get confused or not confused, but 
we get caught up because we start setting goals. And if we don't reach these high goals, we feel like we haven't achieved anything. We feel like we haven't accomplished anything or we feel like we failed when that's not the case. You were successful because you survived in a lot of cases. You were successful because you survived. You weren't you may not have hit every goal that you wanted to hit or every milestone. You may have not reached every milestone that you wanted to reach, but you survived and that's what makes it a success. You moved on and that's what makes it a success. Your world fell apart, but you're still here and you're still able to share your story and talk to other people who need to hear that. And that's what makes it a success. You may not come out of it on top of the world. You may not come out of it with all the money that you feel like you deserve. But you surviving sometimes is the success story. You living to tell your story is the success story. And that's what I want everybody to know right now. Sometimes just surviving is a success story. You might have been in a tough spot. You might not have been able to find the beauty in it or find the good in it, but you survived. And at the end of the day, after you make it out, after you've moved on, after you've grieved, you can be like, you can look back, think about it. And then you can maybe make your judgments about the things you learned from that situation. Sometimes we can't (laughs) figure out what we're learning in the situation as we are living the situation. I am very good for that. Sometimes I just really can't figure it out while I'm going through it. As I'm coming towards, I feel like what I feel like is the end. Um, I feel like I can look and understand and see, but you know what? Honestly, I feel like, For me, when I went in and within my first week, I knew that I was going to learn a lot. I literally was told on my first day, oh, we're about to baptize you by fire. And that is how I have felt every single day. But that's how I feel every day. And every day at the end of the day, I am so happy when I pull into this parking garage because I made it home. And sometimes making it home, that's the success story. Here's something nobody asked for. It's time for Astrology Talk with Kendra. Now, most of y'all know Mercury is officially in retrograde. It went in retrograde yesterday, January 14th. So when y'all hear this, it'll be Monday, January 17th. But I'm recording this on Saturday, January 15th. So Mercury is officially in retrograde. People are always asking me, Kendra, what does that mean? What does it mean that Mercury's in retrograde? Okay, so here we go. I am going to share with you what it means for Mercury to be in retrograde. During retrogrades, a lot of people start getting kind of crazy and panicking, right? Um, because people are always like, no, it's in retrograde. It's happening again. Life's not right. But Mercury in retrograde just means that the planet appears to be moving backwards in the sky. So that means it's just going back into the sign that it was previously trans transiting in. I, yeah, I think for the most part, 
but people say you should always use so a lot of astrologers that I follow they say you should use the retrograde as a period of review and reassessment Um, a lot of astrologers that I follow say do not start new projects if you like can avoid it don't start them during retrogrades So like if you're trying to launch something new that is brand new to you, do not do it during a retrograde um, just because things are kind of bound to be more challenging during those times because we're revisiting ideals and uh, things from the past like we're going backwards. So it's it appears to be spinning backwards. Of course, it's not it's obviously not spinning backwards. It appears that way in the sky. Um, so a lot of people during retrogrades, like their exes will resurface. So if you are a person who, who still maybe talks to your exes or whatever, just look at the times in your life when they start to resurface, um, because that might be during retrograde season. So a lot of people, their exes will start to resurface. Like you might not have talked to them for years, or you might've talked to them during the last retrograde, but you stopped talking to them after the retrograde was over and you didn't even realize it. And they might start hitting you up on like Instagram or Facebook or wherever. However, your exes can reach out to you. If they still have your phone number, they might be texting you. Some people say they might be sending you nudes. Uh, So you might be getting hit up by your exes during the retrograde uh for me I would say that's not usually what goes on during my retrogrades but like communication seems to always be affected during my mercury retrogrades and that is a big issue for me because y'all know I like to talk a lot so I have to revisit my modes of communication with other people because I will talk, talk, talk and talk and think people just understand and know and be moving forward and be like, oh, I told them about it. So they know. And then when it comes time for it to happen, it's like, oh, I didn't know about this. And I'm like, well, I told you. So like for me, it's become more of a I'm going to tell you about this and I'm going to write it down on and I'm going to date it. So, you know, when I told you about it and then (laughs) at work, it comes in the form of me saying it, sending a follow-up email, and um, that way we know that we talked about it. But, like, that's just for me personally. Everybody's retrogrades, I feel like, they do have different themes depending on your rising signs, but we don't have to get into that right now in this episode. Uh, So, that's where it is. Like, for me, I believe my retrograde right now is in... uh, I don't remember what house it's in, but I know it has to do with like relationships. Um, And at the end of the retrograde, something about small pets. I don't have any small pets though. So I don't really know how that's manifesting in my life. But yeah, so the retrograde is happening. And we're also still in Venus's retrograde. And Venus has to do with relationships and money. And Venus will be officially out of retrograde on the 29th of this month. During Venus retrograde, they say you shouldn't do like rash things like go get married, um, like or like start new relationships um, because Venus makes you feel different, I guess. So anyways, Mercury's retrograde is also infamous for affecting or negatively affecting travel, communication and launching new projects. So, oh, and technology. So just make sure you guys are staying safe out here and um, 
don't try and move too fast. Definitely take this as a period to kind of reflect and kind of chill. Um, it'll be over February 3rd and then you can get back to being busy, 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 um, and doing what you want to (laughs) do. But I think there's also like a really great opportunity to sit and reflect and Mercury, we have four retrogrades, four Mercury retrogrades in 2021. I can actually tell you all the dates. So y'all can't say I never told you nothing. You can't say I didn't try and let you know. Because I be trying to let y'all know. I be trying to look out for you. I'm about to tell you. So our first retrograde is this one, January 14th to February 3rd. And this one is in Aquarius. Our next one is May 10th to June 2nd. Then the one after that is September 9th to October 2nd. And then the last one is December 29th into January 18th of 2023. So we'll be starting our 2023 off with a retrograde. So just be prepared, communication, technology, and travel. But y'all be safe out there with these retrogrades. Now, this week on my IG story, I was asking y'all all kind of questions and I appreciate the people who were answering because everybody was not answering, but I saw a lot of views and then I saw a lot of views on the answers. So I'm just confused about why y'all won't answer the question for all the people who were viewing and viewing. But you know what? We're going to keep we're going to keep it moving because one day y'all will answer my questions. So one question that I asked and I got a really cool answer was What's a piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Somebody answered and said, there's no such thing as instant gratification. Put in the work. And I feel like that was so true. I think a lot of times in life we be getting caught up in wanting things immediately and feeling like I've worked this hard. I've gotten here or I want to start this thing. And I want the money right away. I think we see that a lot when people do things like start small businesses. Especially with small business owners, as a matter of fact. And people who entrepreneurs. Because we see these success stories all the time. We see these stories about how, oh, I quit my job and decided to invest in myself full time. And look at me now. I'm making six figures in my own business. I'm my own boss. And we see that and we're like, oh, that's all I got to do. All I got to do is quit my job. All I got to do is take a leap of faith. And I'm going to be making six figures in a year. Girl. Like. We seek this instant gratification because people don't always. And I say always. People don't always share. The part when they be grinding or the part when they had to move back into their parents house or the part where they lived out of their car or the part where they had no money had no resources sometimes sometimes some people some of these influencers and things that we follow they just show success after success after success after success without sharing the trials the tribulations the struggles the sleepless nights like all of that that we know and we all know that we know goes into being an entrepreneur or a small business owner There is no such thing as instant gratification. You legitimately have to put in the work. Sometimes you have to grind it out. And that is another thing about being in tough situations. It does build resilience. 
It really does. It makes you more resilient and it makes you really think, like think around things. Like my mom always says, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And that's something that we all have to realize. We all have to learn. And if you go through life thinking that you're going to be instantly gratified just because you quit your job and start investing in yourself, you are only setting yourself up. <laughs> you are setting yourself up to be sad about the success not coming right away. Or you're setting yourself up to be sad about not making six figures in a year after you started your own business. Like, it, I mean, not saying it can't happen because the way people blow up on TikTok these days, it definitely can happen. But... I don't think that's always the case. Also, did you guys see that Forbes magazine published? Um, was that recent? The Forbes magazine article about the top, top performing or top highest paid TikTok creators. And none of them were black, even though they all got their clout off of things influenced by black culture. Like the top two uh, richest tiktokers were like or i'll say the top three charlie d'amelio dixie d'amelio and addison ray they all got the hype off of that renegade dance that the little black girl made up and then that black girl had or really black tiktok had to fight tooth and nail for that girl to get her credit which is wild it's fucking wild and i'm talking about these girls make like okay i found the forbes article so the Forbes article is from January 7th, 2022. So it is recent. It says top earning TikTokers in 2022, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio and Addison Ray expand fame and paydays. So Charlie D'Amelio earned $17.5 million and she has 133 million followers. And I think this girl is only like, 17 or something like that maybe 18 that might be pushing it the second one is Dixie D'Amelio and that's her sister she earned 10 million dollars and she has 57 million followers I don't know how old she is I know she's the older sister and then the third highest paid one is Addison Ray, and she earned 8.5 million dollars and she has 86 million followers which is crazy because they definitely, definitely got famous off of some of those dances created by black TikTokers, which is insane. But yeah, none of the top five earners are black. To close out today's episode, I just want to say there is a beauty in being in a tough situation. We might not always see the beauty right away. And I think that is absolutely okay. But we might see it later. And when we see it, it's going to be like this very enlightened moment. You're going to be like, oh my God, I understand why I went through that. I learned a lot from that. And you really will learn some of your best tips and tricks in those situations. Sometimes life makes you go through a crash course <laughs> learning situation and it sucks but you get through it and at the end of the day you surviving might just be the success story and the things that you learn might just be a bonus
And there is nothing wrong with that. We have to let go of these ideas that we have to survive and we have to be better. Or we have to survive and we have to let go of these ideas that we have to come out on top after these situations. Sometimes it's just that we survive these situations. We learn some new things in this situation. And now we're just moving forward with our life. And we know what to avoid. We know that we won't be lowering our standards anymore for potential. And we understand now that instant gratification doesn't exist. Anything worth having, you will have to put the work into. And that's all I have for y'all today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hidden Gems podcast. It is me, your host, Kendra. I am still waiting on still waiting on y'all to send me questions or anything for kicking it with Kendra kicking it with Kendra might die after this season if y'all don't send me any questions but astrology facts with Kendra that might live on (laughs) Uh, either way I'm happy about that I love astrology and I don't mind sharing even if you don't believe because some people don't believe and that's okay believe in what you want to believe but um I'm that's something I'm sorry text messages be having me all thrown off that's something that uh (laughs) I enjoy doing I obviously you guys know I enjoy talking about so um in the next episode Mercury and Venus will still be in retrograde so y'all just be ready for that well let's see how it's unfolding in all of our lives maybe that's a question I'll ask if y'all will answer the questions on um Instagram I did get my Facebook back and I did want to say that to some people um some people I may have requested you as a friend I promise it's not a scam it is me uh, I tried to use a picture that most people that I know would know that only I have because it wasn't a picture that I I really like shared shared like I think I put it in my story once but um I tried to use a picture that most people would know that or most people that I know know that it's me (laughs) so anyways I did that and it's back I don't really get on and and something weird is happening with it and I haven't had time to google this so by the time this episode airs I probably already done figured it out but um Every time I get on Facebook and I try and like something or react to something, it tells me that Facebook has a limit on reactions and I've used all my reactions. Uh, I've never seen that message before, especially even when I was highly active on Facebook. So that's kind of weird to me because now I definitely don't get on that much. I always forget that I have the app, which is perfectly fine with me. Um, but I get on and I try, I go scroll through and I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. And I try to like give a reaction and it won't let me. Uh, so And I'm definitely not about to start writing a whole bunch of comments. Like, I love this. I'm not doing all of that. So, (laughs) so, um, but I am on Facebook again. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at your host Kendra. Or really Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at your host Kendra. And um, I want you guys to have a wonderful, wonderful week. Some of you are off on Monday, which is great. Some of you are working. So if you're working, definitely listen to this. If you're commuting to work, everybody kind of, a lot of people work from home now, which is even better because you can listen to this at your house and uh, from the comfort of your own home, in your blanket, in your robe, on the toilet, wherever you go 
to stream your podcast, you can listen to this on Mondays. Thank you guys for tuning in again. I really appreciate all the support and feedback that I've been getting. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode.